Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other's stories and learn from listening. Uh, welcome back to the Share Chair Podcast. Uh, this week we have Tyler Robinson. Uh, welcome, Tyler, to the Share Chair Podcast. Welcome, Tyler. Hello. Uh, do you want to just like a little introduction to yourself? Who you are? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Tyler. I'm a senior at Spring Lake, and um, yeah, um, I like to do a lot of things. I'm a very creative person. You're very um, creative. You want to elaborate yeah. on that? Um, I like to draw. I like to make music. I like to do a lot of graphic design stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. What kind of music are you into? Uh, mostly rap, but recently, in the past couple months, I've been getting into like more alternative stuff. All right. Do you have like published songs you can go find? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, give yourself a shout out, man. Do it. Um, you can listen to my music on SoundCloud. Uh, my handle is Golden Boy, but the O is a zero, and the O in Boy is an X. All right. I'll go find Golden Boy on SoundCloud. We'll link you down there. Yeah. So, do you want to like talk a little bit more about how you started in? like getting interested in like making music like it's one thing to listen to it but just like making it it's a whole other hobby so like do you want to like talk about that how that started yeah so um i've thought about it like ever since i was a little kid like way before i even started and um basically it was because of uh, my my older cousin who like when i was a little kid he was about our age and so like and during that time like tyler the creator was just coming out mac miller was just coming out and like that era of rap and he like like we would always listen to it together and it just kind of like like i just really liked how it sounded and like i just like all the time i just like after that like i found myself just thinking and like rhymes and stuff and just really like appreciating the the art and how like it sounded and yeah. i wanted to do the same thing i feel like that is how a lot of artists come to be is like it's just something that is like innate like you just have always been like that like had a love for music yeah so that's that's really cool that you had that with your cousin, right? Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. How much music do you have out there then? Like, is it a bit? Do you have quite a, um, quite a bit? Or? I have, yeah, I have quite a few. Um, I only have, like, four or five of my own, like, stuff that I've released on my page. But I uh, before I had my own recording equipment, I would do features with my friends because we used to have and kind of still do have a little rap collective. So... Mm-hmm. so with that i mean i think are you pretty serious about the whole music industry and stuff like that like do um, you see a future in it for yourself yeah it's something that i think about a lot like i don't know like i just i i'm dedicated to it but i also like i haven't really been pushing it recently because a lot of uh life stuff has been happening and um yeah i just haven't i don't know i just haven't really been motivated recently but um what well, okay so if i was if any of us were gonna go and listen to one song off your sound out of like your own collection. What's it? What, what should it be? What's the best one? Oh, that's favorite? a hard question. Um, Cause they're all the best. <laughs> nah, all, they're actually pretty bad. Cause we have very like we had very bad recording equipment when we started out. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of quality, the best one would probably be Die Hard Rock Stars, which my friend Christian featured on. Um, his part is way better than mine. Like it's yeah, that song's pretty good. But in terms of like the message and like lyricism, if you want something to like make you feel, um, there's a song called Kim Cat Pack that I did with Aiden Nash who graduated 
uh, last year and River McKee who graduated the year before that. Um, that's a very, I just was going through some stuff and just wrote like my emotions in that song and I really, I really like that. Yeah, that's how it goes. I feel that yeah. a lot, you know, don't we all? That's yeah. really interesting because, you know, it's such an outlet, like being able to put yourself out there and I'm sure you feel this like with drama too. And like, I personally, I'm very interested in music as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like it's such a great outlet like even do you ever like write down songs and like yeah. you know skim it out like even if it's not like something that you're gonna like pursue into like publishing it's just like it's such a great way to like do it like even like poetry and stuff like that I feel like they're just so interconnected and like that's such a shame that it's so difficult we talked a lot about, the, about this a little bit with Ava too like going into the arts as like a career is such like a risk to take yeah and it's really just like you have to you have to be like one of the best. Like you have to just like stand out and like have people who love what you do. And you know, that's a really hard thing, mm-hmm. especially when it's like, you feel like you can't get that outreach networking yeah. and stuff like that. So like, do you want to talk a little bit about like maybe some struggles you've had with like going into that as a possible future career and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, so when I, um, first started rapping, I, it was like, it wasn't anything serious. We were, uh, I was at a party and, um, my buddy Noah came back up to Michigan and he was the one who wanted to record. Like I didn't even really like think about it cause I'd only just ever like written stuff. And he was like, uh, he was talking to River and Aiden he was like, guys, we should record tonight. And so we were, we were in, um, the bathroom basement and river was like guys i can't i can't really like start this song like i don't know how to start this and i was like i'll do it so like i wrote something down in like i don't know probably 15 minutes it was something like very basic and i sped it and river was like dude that's actually like kind of decent like i really like that and then after that um from that summer and like till now we've just um we've just been making music yeah do you ever feel like kind of un like you say you feel unmotivated like because of you know stuff happens and like especially with the end of senior year like i'm sure you're trampled with all these ideas of like who you're supposed to be and like who you want to be and all these things like that so do you want to like dig into that a little bit if you're like comfortable with that uh yeah so um i don't remember exactly when it was sometime in march that um i decided that i was going to work on a an EP and it was going to be four, maybe five tracks, depending on how I was feeling and like the way life goes. And my goal is to get that out by May 20th, but I don't really know how that's going to work because graduation's like on, yeah, yeah, day before. So I don't know if that'll really work out, but um, yeah, so then um, I hadn't really done anything. I was like, I had just been like looking at beats, but I couldn't really write for a while. I just had like a, massive um like writer's block and then um the day before my birthday um i had to go to the hospital and watch my grandfather be taken off life support and that really messed me up for a little bit i didn't want to do anything and that's so understandable like yeah and um yeah and then about i don't know like last week the week before i was like um I was like, you know what, I'm just going to buckle down and I'm going to try and write. And I started like freestyling to myself and writing some of the stuff I said down. And um, now I have 
finished writing one of the songs. So well, that's that's a great accomplishment, especially like with what you had to go through. Like, yeah. But that's like such the beautiful thing about music, I think, as well is like through tragedy and also through like amazing experiences, all of those things can like make you want to invest time into like writing music mm-hmm. or you know dedicating your time to like the arts and creative things because like it's such a like I said it's such an outlet and mm-hmm. so that's so amazing that even like with that going on like you were still able to feel yourself to like do something like that and maybe even something like that could help you have that fuel because you just filled with all this emotion like good or bad can just like really help you push yourself into like what you're writing down mm-hmm. and like that's probably going to be that that's what really makes music is the emotion and just like you know being 100 percent yourself yeah so is there a, a certain emotion or even just a thing in general that happens to be your music you know there are some like songs where you're like oh i gotta write about love or i'm gonna write about you know, like my personal tragedies and whatnot or just about doing whatever in good times like is there a certain thing you like to work around or something inspires um, you? it's really just how i'm feeling in the moment because like like i said i think in rhymes like literally all the time and um so like if i think of something good or i think like it's funny or like just out of pocket i'll write it down and then i'll build off of that so it really just depends on like my mood i guess but um for the most part i try to um just go off of like raw emotion most of the time for me that's anger or sadness and um i'll just write like if it's really deep, I'll just like I'll just start writing about it. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's good to be well versed and be able to do a little bit of everything, though. Definitely, it's nice to be able to like you know reach into everything because it's good to have you know at times when you know, you're just you know listen to a, a little bit of music or whatever. It's just funny or laughing, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then the times it's good to you know, I think get a little personal and yeah. kind of dig into that a bit. Find a balance. Feels good. Feels you know? good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I kind of want to dig a little bit more into like looking at artists a career because that i'm sure you've heard like i'm sure you get all these people like hating on like what you're doing and like loving what you're doing Mm -hmm. and like you're getting all these opinions from the outside because what you're doing is you have to put yourself out there to get a career in music or Mm -hmm. to even like pursue music when it comes to like actually publishing and so like how has that affected like what you have come to do with like music or what you're motivation it looks like um so i started when i was like i think i was 16 and um like i was just really i was really ignorant back then i did a lot of ignorant stuff and one of the things that i like cared about was like i cared about like numbers a lot and like not i wasn't really doing it for myself at first and um then i realized like my dad said something to me i don't remember exactly what he said but um he said something to me that kind of like made me change my mind about like, like, yeah, I do need to put myself out there and numbers do matter, but, um, I don't really, I'm not really worried about it right now because I'm doing it to, I'm doing it for me now. And, um, like when I, when I get like, when I'm able to afford like actual studio time and I can actually get stuff going, I'll worry about it. But for right now, it's just me trying to cope with emotions that I otherwise wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. And also maybe just like f- figuring it out, like as now, like just like 
putting yourself into it now even when you don't have resources like that because i'm sure so many people wait and wait and wait until they can they can just blow themselves off but then they don't have the experience and then they're already like wasting time and money on like things and expecting like these big numbers and like when you say numbers i'm assuming you mean like how many people are listening to your stuff and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but then like what you're doing now you're gonna put yourself in a position to where you actually when you can like start going to studio and like publishing work that like has good quality and like that you'll be really proud of that's like you're gonna you're gonna be a step ahead because you're you're already putting in time right now to dedicate to that so that's like that's so awesome that you're still doing that even though because so many people like care about numbers like whether it's like posting on social media or you know making music it's just like that's so hard to look past and you know i'm sure what your dad said was really really sticks with you whatever it is even if you don't remember i have that same issue (laughs) yeah so that's really awesome so out of curiosity in terms of numbers like what are you looking at like in terms of like averages or you know like anything that's like peaked beyond like expectation a bit or? uh yeah the um the first song that i told you we recorded in my friend's uh bathroom or basement bathroom um it was like really it was actually kind of bad because we were all like out of our minds and <laughs> yeah so um like i don't know the the lyrics were like like they were pretty funny but um they were like the overall quality was bad because like the um me and aiden were just like like i said we were out of our minds so like we did not we weren't speaking like coherently enough so like some of our parts you can't really understand but um then uh river like he went home and like edited his part and like didn't even invite us over to fix ours so it's like basically three separate things in that one song but it um it did like like everybody or not everybody but like a lot of the people that i talked to listened to it and like i was getting plays from like places that aren't even like near town like i think it has a bunch of plays from detroit i think it's like i want to say it might be at 500 now but the last time i checked which was like last month it was like 475 or something like that which is just crazy because it's like you didn't know. even think that you, yeah it wasn't even an idea in your mind it was like yeah. what who's listening to this trash yeah <laughs> that's, that's a lot of people to me. We look at some of ours and i mean besides recently we've not been doing so great but you know we usually average like about like 100 200 views mm-hmm. a video and when it gets up that you really realize like wow like i'm reaching a lot of people like um, i think one of our most views of all time is like 1200 maybe and i looked at, and I look at that and go wow like that is a lot of people yeah. like, you look at people on youtube and it's like oh yeah i've got you know 100 million followers yeah and it's, it's like it's really it's, such a big number when you start it's to look so like, hard when mm-hmm. it comes to comparisons because it's yeah. so easy to like get lost and just think oh i'm not doing good enough mm-hmm. when really it's like even if it's like 30 people listening to it that's still a whole classroom of people yeah like that's still pretty cool that like there's certain people who like gave up however many t- minutes of their day mm-hmm. to just like listen to something that you poured your heart into mm-hmm. and i think that we're so quick to like lose focus yeah and like base it on like achievement or success when that's like so subjective and i think Mm -hmm. the good part about that as well is like especially when it comes maybe not with podcasts like with your music you know 500 views certainly isn't 500 different people like there's replay value to music yeah it was only you know 300 people half them listened to it twice Mm -hmm. and they chose to listen to it again or you know however whatever ratio you want to look at i mean that's almost better than having a lot of views having <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, like less people listen to it over because that means yeah. like, they enjoy it. 
And, you know, like yeah. it really is a lot of people once you start thinking about like how like how many really is a hundred people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a lot of people. I think that's like a almost a whole class. Or is it two hundred people like it's it's per grade? over two, it's it's yeah. like close. It was yeah. like two thirty, I think. Still. I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> Still a lot of people. Yeah. I mean I don't I barely know everybody in my grade. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess then what's your do you have any sort of like outlook on the on the music? So you said you know, look at turning it into a career, maybe. But I mean, yeah. have you been feeling a bit more inspired recently? You know, you said you have the EP coming out, mm-hmm. um, so and you've got one of the songs done. Is anything coming easier to you, or do you just are you trying to find something to work on? Um, it's easy, but it's hard because like I have I have the ideas and stuff like up here in my mind, and like I know what I want. It's just going out and getting it and like doing it in a way that. Is like, I like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like annoying sometimes because like, I'll think it sounds good. I'll write something and then I'll say it and I'll think it sounds good and then I'll go back and I'll listen. I'll be like, nah, that was bad. And I have to like cut it out and then rewrite the whole verse because mm-hmm. I changed one line and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a struggle knowing like, like it sounds perfect in your head and you know what you want and you put it down and you go, that's not what it sounds like in my head. And then you write it like yeah. 20 different ways. You go, yeah. it still doesn't work. It still mm-hmm. doesn't work. But I'm sure you also have moments where it's just like, oh my God, like that's exactly how I wanted mm-hmm. it to sound. Like that's, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. I love those moments. Cause it, but it, I can imagine it is incredibly frustrating at the same time. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything like else in your life, like besides music that, you know, you devote a lot of your time to? Uh, yeah. Um, i i haven't been recently but um i draw like art's just like i really like art i really appreciate art and um i play a lot of like fighting games like street fighter tekken mortal kombat stuff like that because um my uncle put me on (laughs) when i was a little kid and yeah so i've just stuck with those and i've stuck with art and those yeah what's the love art like you said drawing like do you mean just like you're like a pencil and paper fan or do you do do you like other uh forms uh, forms yeah um i like yeah i like pencil and paper the most just because um i don't know it just feels like it feels good i guess mm-hmm. and um like sometimes like for um in the beginning of our little rap group i i made like all of the song covers after um the initial song that we made together as a group and um like i just edited like photos and stuff and i like doing that too because I don't know. It's just like, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I really enjoy doing that. Another outlet. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, oh, go ahead. No, Chris. Well, I mean, I saw you just walk out of art class. I mean, before we had this interview. Yeah. And so like, what kind of things do you like to draw? Um, I get a lot of my inspiration from um, like video games, uh, comics, manga, like stuff like that. I really... The reason, one of the reasons I like uh, pencil and paper is because of manga, because it's like just black and white looks really good to me. And yeah, that's like, I want to, if I ever do like buckle down and put as much time into art as I do music, um, I think like making a comic or like a manga is something I'd end up doing. Yeah. And maybe even something like that could like, maybe if you're not feeling music, you can be like, okay, well maybe I can transition and be like, okay, I'm just going to draw and maybe like just do something like spark your creativity. So then you're like, oh, and like if you're writing a comic, you could just like, you know, start writing verses in the freaking lines, you know, and just mixing it up and just like making it into something that's like completely you into a bunch of different things. Yeah. I've, um, 
I've thought about doing like interconnected projects in a way. So like I had this idea for a long-term project. Um, I called it ghost boy and basically it would be like music tied to a photography project that I had an idea for. And, um, basically the idea behind it was, um, it was going to be me as like this dude who is dead and, um, but he's still like here he's like a ghost that's why it's called ghost boy so like he's still he can like still interact with like the mortal plane and stuff like kind of like a poltergeist like he can like break stuff he can like grab stuff and stuff like that and it was just going to be um like i wanted him to go through like the five stages of grief through the photos and through the music and um i still i still might do that once it gets warmer and like the weather stabilizes but um yeah it was just gonna be like there'd be a song, there'd be a picture, and it would be one of the stages of grief, like anger, sadness, acceptance. But instead of like, it would be like him accepting that he's like dead and that yeah. he's powerless about the things that he can't control. That's actually really interesting. That would be cool. Yeah. It's always cool having a music where it's like coherent story and there's you know there's stuff yeah. going on, because there always mm. is, but it's cool having that kind of like meta as well to it. Yeah. Um, I got the idea from one of my biggest inspirations, Tyler, the creator, his first three or four albums were like, it was um, an interconnected story of like him in his mind and like certain songs would be like wrapped from a different like personality, I guess. So like he had like Sam, he had Troncat, he had Wolf Haley, and then there was like him and each one of them had like, different like motives and like goals and like like some of them are like pretty like crazy and say some like really horrific crazy things um if you guys have listened to Tyler the creator and his older albums you would know but um yeah uh I so, think I can get a little bit of what you're getting yeah. at it's definitely some crazy lyrics and you have to like kind of not be like whoa Tyler the creator yeah. what is going on here yeah so um yeah I just like I really like that idea of like having different parts of yourself that are like real but also fictional in a way so that way you can like really explain what you're feeling i guess and yeah. having it tied to like music or like art or like whatever like that's i really like that i mean it's so true we we definitely have like so many different parts of ourselves and just like accepting them even like with tyler like he accepts like these terrible not necessarily like he like feels like he is these people but yeah. like just like you know really expressing like small parts of himself it like so it feels like it'd be like so accepting of yourself and also just like being so self-aware of like what is going on in your mind yeah and like that's so interesting that like you're going to like explore that and i and i hope you don't get disinterested because i mean like i feel like doing that you'd find some pretty like some things about yourself that you know maybe you don't want to be there but yeah. if you can still even just like be 100% yourself like through your music like just completely authentic I think that that is so cool yeah um it's that's one of my main things is like being just being myself being real because um uh if you guys are familiar with XXX Tentacion, he um he was just all about like He's kind of like me in a way like he when he started he was ignorant he made a lot of ignorant like violent music that's what i started out with and um then he like he tried to change his life around before he died and um like he wanted to help people he wanted to connect to people and um one of the things that like hit me so hard about his death is that like 
I don't think he realized how much he affected his fans because he affected me like a lot. Like if it wasn't for his music, I don't think I would uh, be who I am right now. And he helped me get through a lot of stuff that I didn't know how to go through when I was uh, like 12 and 13 and all the way up until he died. Like it, like he was just always, it was, it was like, it was like he was like a friend that was like just far away, I guess. And like, I couldn't ever like see him or talk to him for real, but I could feel his emotions and like understand him through his music. And that's kind of like what I want to do. Like, I don't care about numbers. I mean, I do a little bit, but like, I don't, they're not my main focus and I don't care about appealing to what people want me to do. And I just want to like, I want to stay true to myself and I want to like, if that can reach out to people and like save them the way that X saved me, then I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if it's just like one person, mm -hmm. I feel like that's amazing. I feel like all everyone just wants to, you know, make an impact in, in one way or another, like yeah. even just growing up, like we all just like look at it as like, I just want to change lives. Mm -hmm. Or at least that's me. I mean, maybe I'm projecting, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely get it. Yeah. You know, it's definitely yeah. good. You definitely want to make sure you keep in touch with yourself. You, don't, you definitely don't want to, you know, become someone you're not and, you know, mm -hmm. stoop to someone else's love and whatnot. I definitely, always better to, you know, be yourself, be the bigger yeah. man, you know, and just be real. Mm -hmm. and I think, I think that's definitely kind of a phrase that sometimes today can be taken as like being a little cliche. It was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm really, you no, know, I'm not like all these fakes out here. Cause you know, and there definitely are a lot of people who just, you know, are fake to some degree. Yeah. Other. But it really is, I think, good to like, you know, just, you know, you can have fun. You can, you know, goof around and, what, and whatnot and, you know, just make shit mm -hmm. up. But, you know, it's good to like be real and be genuine with people. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. a very valuable thing, especially today when nothing you see needs to, can be taken at face value. Mm -hmm. You definitely got to, you know, think stuff through before you... You know, yeah. yeah and don't lose sight of like what's important to you like mm -hmm. that outreach and like you know having an impact on people through like your music because mm -hmm. you know so many people will get lost in having you know when you start getting numbers or you know never get numbers things like that it's like it's so easy to just lose yourself and like mm -hmm. what's that because you know that's how we measure success and it, it sucks but you know it's important yeah. at the same time mm -hmm. but it's good to you know pick and choose like where you're going to put your energy and your negative thoughts towards. So yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, expanding on that, it's. Sorry. It's right. <laughs> um, hey, take your time. What was I gonna say? If there's anything else we want to talk about too. I mean, you talk about. It seems like you like manga and anime a lot. Yeah. Which I know you're a Crunchyroll fan. Mm. Um. Is there any, any, anything you like specifically? A good. Um. Anime recommendation. Yeah, uh, I like I like a lot of stuff. I mostly like stuff with action though, because I just like I don't know. Mm -hmm. I really like colors, so like yeah, if there's yeah. a lot of colors in the show, I'm probably gonna like it. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I recently just finished season two of Mob Psycho. That's a pretty cool show. It has very interesting animation and an art style. And um, yeah, like like I said, it has colors, like really crazy colors in the fights, and the fights are amazing too. And yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, and in terms of like manga, I recently have been reading a lot of Berserk. It's not for the faint of heart. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of very touchy issues in it, but it is, in my opinion, it's the best manga like of all time. And yeah, I know that's a crazy statement, but um, I don't know. It just it it influenced a lot of things, and it 
um it's just really powerful i guess mm -hmm. like when i read it i can see that the artist um really like put his emotion into the character's emotion and mm -hmm. one of the bigger uh themes of that story is trauma um the main character has like he's like what we would call like nowadays like a sigma male i guess but he also has like a bunch of like trauma that makes him weaker than what he really is mentally at least and i think that's a really interesting thing to like watch him fight his demons um mentally and physically and uh yeah like he i don't know i don't really want to talk about any of the like trauma that he's been through because it's kind of like graphic but um he um he just has a lot of like trauma and like it's it's reading it recently has helped me like to work through my own stuff like i said recently i watched my grandfather die at the hospital and um like i don't know like i said like that would mess anybody up and reading berserk has just really taught me how to like push through i guess and like not uh go back into how i was before just being ignorant and like angry at everything it can be really easy to lose yourself like when something like that happens so it's like awesome that you can rely on like music and art and like manga and comics and shows to like you know pick yourself up from that that's yeah. like such a healthy coping mechanism <laughs> to have because you know so many people are just going to fall back into other ways or you know go into stages of like depression or you know falling mm -hmm. into anything like that which isn't necessarily a bad coping mechanism but it can definitely be hard to pull yourself out of yeah and so like if you can look at something else and like let it have an impact on like how like and just like be like so empathetic towards things that like aren't even real mm -hmm. that's like really powerful and i'm sure like that that, that helps you a lot yeah. i mean like as you've said so do you have anything like i'm trying to think of like other things to ask i feel like we've just actually covered so much ground mm -hmm. in this in the i mean it's been it's been half an hour oh, half yeah, hour we've, that we've, we've talked really so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it goes by really fast yeah jeez um, yeah, these um, things used to be like 15 20 minutes and i don't think i've done a single episode under 30 yeah i mean do you have anything about yourself that you want to mention like maybe if you want to go a little more in depth about art or music or things that we've talked about or something that we haven't even mentioned yet um, um i guess uh, i don't know i've brought it up a lot like how when i was younger i was really ignorant um i guess like my reflection on my past self is like you don't really like when you're young like you don't really like want to listen to anybody really and um in my situation specifically i had a lot of um a lot of cards that were against me and I was just like I was just really pissed at like everything because I didn't really have the answers to deal with certain things like um me and my dad like we argue because like we don't we don't agree on a lot of things a lot of times we have very different ways of thinking and um when I was younger I just like I was super rebellious and I like had a very strong desire for autonomy so I'd like I'd act out and um as max knows i've gotten into a couple fights at school and like after that like i just i don't know like i kind of like did something and i was like dude i didn't even really want to fight brady i didn't even really want to fight tj and um it was all because 
like I thought I had to just from being ignorant. Like I thought I had to handle the situations that way instead of actually like thinking about it and um growing up from that and like evolving past that is just like i don't know it's just like it, feel, it feels weird because it's like it wasn't even that long ago and now like i don't know i feel like i've aged like 20 years since then and um to anybody that does struggle with like being impulsive or like ignorant or like really just angry all the time uh just like relax just think a little bit it's my advice um because a lot of the time you're gonna end up doing something that's gonna harm you and like that's you don't want that you know that's just gonna make it worse so like i think people should just like relax a little bit more and like chill out like talk how we're talking now do you even like recognize that past version of yourself like do you even see you or do you just see like what you were going through um i i see both um so my rap name wasn't always golden boy it was black jesus originally which is a name that i had since seventh grade that uh some old friends gave to me and like i changed my name because like it was just synonymous with that part of my life and um just being like, like ignorant. changing your identity yeah kind of, like i do remember the black jesus days yeah me too <laughs> that was crazy um but no, um, being friends with people who are older than me kind of, like, helped me mature faster in a way. And, um, like, it just taught me a lot, I guess. Like, Aiden's about to have a family, and, like, he, his kid's on the way. And that's, like, I don't know, it's crazy. And, like, learning from him, learning from River, learning from Noah, it's, um, it's like, looking back at that version of me is, like, dude, what the hell was I doing? Like, I don't know, I can't really think about, like, I can't even, like, see myself doing the stuff that I was doing now just because of, I guess it's kind of, like, it kind of goes, like, hand in hand, if that makes sense. Like, I did that, so now I realize that it's, like, wrong and, like, I shouldn't have been doing that. But also, like, I look back and I'm like, why did I do that? And yeah. Yeah. I think it's important not to, like, regret those things, though, because that that's like part of you yeah and that's like that's one of those parts that you know you can't ignore mm -hmm. and it's something that you know even if you were like ignorant or impulsive and even if you like hold something against you like maybe you lost friends because of it maybe you like didn't get to do all like didn't follow opportunities because of it or something like that it's like important to acknowledge like nobody does that stuff without going through some rough shit mm -hmm. yeah you have to accept it and you have to be like why did I do that? Why you did that is because of what you were going through, how you looked at it. And it was completely valid and completely accurate to what you needed in that moment. Like maybe like look at it as like at that moment you were, you were a different part of yourself. You were like a less mature as you're mm -hmm. saying. And like outside, maybe outside even of your body, like you just yeah. weren't one with who you were in that moment because fighting with your dad or other things going on with your life. Like maybe, and just being in high school altogether is such yeah. a stressful environment, like drama and just like social interactions and like trying to figure out who you are, who you want to be. It's so easy to fall into those rebellious patterns and like needing that freedom, needing that independence because like you just feel so out of control. Mm -hmm. And so what you did back then is like completely understandable. Like I don't even know what you went through, but like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm sure that anyone in your position would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's great that you're able to look back at it and be like, 
that was then mm-hmm. and like this is me now and like even if other people can't accept change from you or even if you can't like accept change of yourself you have to like accept change of yourself because you know mm-hmm. you you know who you are yeah. and like it's cool that you have those people in your life who you like can look up to and like take advice from and like help you grow and like pull you up keep those people in your life like pull up push up you know yeah, yeah it's definitely good keep you, going Ty yeah it's definitely good to be able to like come out of that and you know be a different person to look back at that and mm. like know you've learned something and whatnot because you know everybody goes through stuff like that everybody has yeah. hard times and whatnot but it really uh you know sets apart you know sets you apart when you're able to look back at that and you know, draw something more from it than it is. Oh, ha! Look at me. I was, I was like, yeah, I'm such a goofball. Then you're, and you're no different than you were before. Yeah. Just the mm-hmm. fact that you're older and you think you're more mature and know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And it's good to be able to like look back at that. Not a lot of people have that skill. Mm-hmm. And be, be like, able, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely, definitely good. Yeah, to be able to grow and change. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, and then keep growing and keep mm-hmm. changing. Mm-hmm. And be able to just yeah, live with that balance. Because, yeah, we've all done stuff that, you know, we wish we hadn't done to any, to, you know, one degree or another. You know, stuff mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Some things are worse than others, though. De- oh, Definitely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, now that you've had those experiences, you, you probably will never have them again. And yeah. it's because you went through something. It's because, like, you were impulsive you were ignorant and now you're gonna grow 20 years Mm. in two because you changed so much and you were able to be at that bottom point and just skyrocket because you you made that you made that recognition about yourself and you're like that's not who i want to be anymore and then you weren't Mm -hmm. we gotta get a track about that that wisdom you've Mm -hmm. learned a lot you know gotta gotta spread that that's 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 something a lot of people you know you know using like you know through tyler the creator um uh you know x you know you've said that you've had a lot of inspiration there to grow and change and realize you know there are people who go through things like you Mm -hmm. and have those feelings and you know they found an outlet you know you got to give that outlet to other people too yeah Mm -hmm. because you know now you now you see it yeah now you see things that no one else will see and share that perspective man Mm -hmm. especially i mean you know, one of those guys isn't here anymore. And not that, you know, any one person can feel, you know, shoes like that. Yeah. You got to fill your own shoes, right? You know, you got to, you know, keep spreading that word because, I mean, you know, it was that valuable to you and just, you know, turned you into the man you are today. You know, you could do that for someone else. And that's definitely something a lot of, I feel like a lot of young people don't have the insight to be able to look at and go, I'm making bad decisions. I mean, especially in like today's high school here. Yeah. Every day we see people make stupid ass choices. I see it especially like. I'll have to to remove that. Um, (laughs) You see people make bad choices all the time, you know, to one degree or another. And you go, you know, why the heck are you doing that? Yeah. Like, come on. And, you know, just be able to share that and go, hey, you know, I've gone through some real bad stuff. But I mean, look at me, look where I'm going. And like, you know, Mm. I've, you know, I've written, I've tried, I've written or I'm trying to write some wrongs and like, Mm -hmm. you know, Spread that word. Spread the good word. Yeah. The other day I was talking with Carl, our psychology teacher, for those who don't know. And he told me that when he gets, I don't know if I should share this actually, but. We can always cut it out. Yeah. He told me this quote and it, well, not quote, but it was just a saying. It's called, it was causes and something to do with like what made you, you. Yeah. Like what makes you, you. Because like if he gets into a disagreement with someone, like I'm just going to say it and I'll cut it out. I'll, I'll ask him about it. But if he gets into an argument with his wife and sometimes if they need a break, they'll just say causes and I forget what the second part of it was, but it was just causes and another word. And it pretty much just means it's just like 
the reason why we're having this disagreement is because of everything that we've ever gone through. It's causes and conditions. Everything that we've ever been through, everything that's ever happened to us has made us who we are in this very moment. Yeah. Like we are not disagreeing because we hate each other. We're not disagreeing because, you know, we really care about this thing. It's Mm -hmm. we're disagreeing because of everything that's ever happened in our entire lives. And I think that's so amazing. It's just being like causes and conditions because you're able to like look at someone as their whole life. Like, like now, like when I see like, cause I used to look at people who were rebellious or, you know, ignorant and impulsive. And I used to be like, what are they doing? Like, why are they doing that to themselves? But it's like, it's causes and conditions. Mm -hmm. And I even had a, a rebellious streak. I mean, things like that, like ignorance and impulsiveness, thinking I was the best or, you know, whatever it was. And it's just like causes and conditions. Yeah. Everything you ever went through made you into that person. And it's not because it's wrong. It's not because it's bad. It's just causes and conditions, man. Like, yeah, that's your life. Like, look at look at people as like their whole life, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. I think that's a really valuable is to go, you know, you know, whenever, whenever you know, you shared a, uh, an opinion or you're feeling something, you know, there's layers that, and there's a lot of layers. And it's, you know, we're looking at the clock now. It takes a lot more than 42 minutes to explain, you know, why you're feeling aware, what's been going on, like every single detail yeah. about, you know, your life and whatnot. And it's really, I think, yeah, valuable just to go, like, you know, to say, you know, our disagreement right now is accumulation of, you know, everything that's been going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a part of who I am. And, and be able to understand that. You don't have to, you don't even have to agree with it. Yeah. Just be able, to be able to recognize that and go, you know, it's, you know, bigger than just, yeah. you know, the words we're saying to each other right now and just this disagreement. It's a part of you, but it, it also doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. Mic Boom. drop. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's probably pretty good. We're reaching, the, we're reaching almost 45 minutes. I think that's a pretty good transition yeah. into our last point here. So, Tyler, if you've ever listened to any of our episodes before, um, you'll know there's a big question coming. So you, at the end of our, all of our episodes, we like to ask our interviewee a question. Can I ask? Of course. I was, I was about to offer it to you. Oh, Go wow. <laughs> and this okay. is like my third interview, so I'm kind of new to this. But Tyler, if you could give one piece of advice to anyone listening right now, what would it be? Be yourself, dude. Don't listen to anybody. If something feels right to you, pursue it. If it makes you happy, pursue it. doesn't matter what it is. If it feels right to you then it feels right to you and you should go after it. Awesome. Short and sweet. I like it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you, Max, after this episode, like what's on your mind? Like what advice would you give to someone? You know, oh, okay. I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> I think, I think I, I just, I like the idea to be able to like look back at yourself and then just accept that and grow on and, or move on and grow. Yeah. I mm. think that's really valuable. I mean, I feel like a lot of the things that we end up coming to at the conclusion of our episodes can be things you can look at and take for face value and go, yeah, that's, you know, that's, you know, stupid or whatever. Like, oh, I, I hear that all the time. You know, that's, you know, I was in our assembly last week in elementary school or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's true. And as you grow older and, you know, live, you definitely realize how real some of that is and how important it is and how sometimes we really just take the, that for granted and be able to go just look back at yourself and go, I made some bad choices, but, you know, I can be bigger than that and I can move on and accept that. Like, that's really a big thing and that's not, you know, something you can just, you know, throw by the wayside. Yeah. Definitely. Well, we've got some good points. I'll finish it off. I think it's just going to be 
causes and conditions man causes shout out to my boy carl <laughs> baller carl he's a real one so For, uh, or my advice is actually go talk to carl because <laughs> one conversation with that dude just like changes everything for me sometimes yeah it really does <laughs> he's he's a good guy or go talk to a psychologist psychologist you know <laughs> really well a good psychologist like carl. Go with, like carl yeah, yeah you get the golden boy x carl track <laughs> dude yeah. i'll like, talk to him about get it him to i'll get him yeah i'll get him to like get him to write a verse there you go yeah. all right well tyler thanks thanks for coming yeah, with thanks, us. yeah thanks tyler. for having me man such a great episode That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at The Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com. This has been the Share Chair Podcast. Until next time. <laughs>